you know, Carla taught me, and as we've done more research and gotten more knowledgeable and working with doctors, you know, we have basically all this outer skin. And then from our mouth all the way to our bowels is basically wet tissue, is skin that's supposed to be a sealed, protected system that goes all the way from the mouth out. If you took the chemicals and things that we eat and drink and poured it on the skin and got, you know, the sores and all the things that happen on the skin, people would not put those in their body because they see what it's doing to the outer skin. But we don't think anything about it and throw it inside and we get all this inflammation inflammation and, pain and, and compromised yeah. immune system. And it's, I wished that we would have found this, you know, when I was in my 20s and the suffering Dr. Haley I've been through in my life is unbelievable. And to where I'm at right now is I'm a walking miracle. You are listening to The Dr. Haley Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley. Today, I'm being joined by David and Carla Miney. David has been a lifelong athlete, and along the way, he's had his health challenges, everything from leaky gut to cancer. He met Carla Miney, and she became his wife. And she, being a functional nutritionist, helped David get to the bottom of his health challenges. Together, they documented his story in the number one best-selling book, Eating to Live, Unlocking the Leaky Gut Code. David and Carla Miney, thank you for joining me on the Dr. Haley Show. Thank you. We're excited to be here. And thank you for inviting us. I noticed that you downloaded our book and you took our leaky gut quiz. And <laughs> so we appreciate you making the effort to learn what we're doing. You know, and I want other people to know how easy it is to, you know, to get your book and to find out something that might help them. You know, you, oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe it because you know that I just downloaded your book uh, this morning. I am gripped by it. I, I've already gone through the first 60 or more pages. Wow. And, you know, it's early. It's, it, well, it's 11 a.m. here. You know, I've already uh, played my drums for an hour. I went for a walk with my wife and then a jog. I just recorded a podcast right before you. Uh, it's been a busy day somehow to fit in reading that much book. I didn't want to put it down. I didn't want to record the previous podcast. I did. It was really good. <laughs> but, but your book has got me. It's gripping. What, what, tell me a little bit about that, David. Um, you had some health challenges along the way. What happened? You know, it started when I was a teenager. I used to be doubled up in the fetal position in the bed back of the car and you know we couldn't didn't know what it was and then in my 20s i got diagnosed with colitis a few years later crohn's 1999 peripheral neuropathy in my feet that was so painful i had bronchitis pneumonia every year multiple cases and then we got hit with that big one 
we got hit, my wife and I, with bladder cancer, ended up with 21 tumors, three surgeries, two rounds of chemo. Uh, out of that, brain fog, severe arthritis. I, I was a mess. And my poor wife, you know, she was my caretaker. And, you know, we're as we're going through that cancer two-year battle, we, we didn't, you know, I really had serious doubts that I was going to make it. Yeah. You know, you mentioned a lot there in that little uh, segment. And as I'm reading your book, I'm actually trying to diagnose things already. And, you know, one of the things you said was peripheral neuropathy. Was it the same on both sides or was one side worse? Yeah, it's in. it was in both feet. In fact, at one time, not only did I have the burning pain, but my left big toe and the toe next to it were also numb. And that's gone completely away. So, and we'll talk about, as you ask questions, how we put all of that in remission. And not to mention, one last thing, in 1999, when I got diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy, they put me on a a couple of drugs that didn't work, gabapentin, which was known as Neurotin. And then they got me on Lyrica. So until I got off Lyrica last year, I was on Lyrica for 20 years which they then added another drug and another drug to where I was five drugs and that were prescribed by doctors and five over-the-counter drugs for all of the issues going inside, Prilosec, Pepto-Bismol, Tums, Rolades, et cetera, um, NSAIDs, non anti-inflammatory drugs. I was taking anywhere from 800 to 2,400 grams, milligrams a day. And so I'm off of all of that with what Carla learned in school and some pretty famous restorative medicine and functional uh, nutrition doctors. Now, Carla is a certified, she went to school, started in March of 2020 when I started writing this book and she became a certified functional nutrition counselor. Yeah, and, and I want to know more about that, too. And I've got a lot of questions, you know, just in the things you said, we're going to talk a lot here. Carla, what is functional nutrition compared to being a nutritionist? I love that question because most people don't understand the difference. And the difference is that I look at you and I look at David and any of my other clients and I say, you're an individual. You have an individual biochemistry. Your, you know, your, your um, uh, genetics play a part. What damage has been done already play a part. But the bulk of what we're going to do is help you to figure out the foods that are inflaming your body and messing with that microbiome. And we're going to eliminate those foods. And then we're going to feed you foods that your body likes and creates uh, a good environment for the microbiome. So your immune system can heal itself. And that's a big difference because most dietitians and nutritionists just say, this is the program. We've got this program and this is what you go on. No matter what, they say, oh, if this is your condition, and they don't take in the individual and everybody is unique and different and everybody has a different microbiome and everybody has different foods that are inflaming their body. Yeah, I agree. And you're speaking my language because, you know, I, well, I have some Italian in me and, you know, my uh, ancestors grew up on, you know, breads and pastas. And somehow we tolerate gluten. Right. I know better. I don't try to include gluten in my diet now. And I know how much more gluten is in the foods. But if 
other people ate my diet, they would do terrible, but I do right. very well on it. Everyone is an individual. So I love how you explain that. It's not just saying, you know, make sure you get the uh, recommended dietary intake of these vitamins and minerals. You know, that doesn't work being a nutritionist. Everybody's different. Exactly. And it's really interesting how much your your genetics and where you come from play into it. And unfortunately, in America, we have changed the food so dramatically that processed food your body doesn't recognize as food or nutrition. And so that's why it ends up going on the attack, because it doesn't recognize it. It's a processed food that has been chemically processed to the point the body goes, this doesn't look like food. This looks like a foreign object. And I, I agree. It's not food. Yeah. And the, thing, exactly. and the thing that happened, Dr. Haley, that was critical for us is, you know, now we know I had a leaky gut, right? And since I was a teenager, I had this condition and that, and unfortunately we fed, my parents, society just fed me tons of sugar. I'm gluten intolerant. And when we finally in 2018 started learning that what I probably had was a leaky gut and that all this inflammation in my body that I was taking the uh, NSAIDs for was creating inflammation and this vicious cycle. And then ultimately I had a compromised immune system because my body was continually, this immune system was attacking all these foreign substances that weren't supposed to be in my bloodstream. And that's why, you know, the cancer. And unfortunately, if we had known, you know, we could have while I was going through the cancer, because unfortunately, the doctors that we had, not one of them ever talked about my diet. And I am a sugar hot. I'm a recovering sugar holic. Right. And cancer loves sugar. Well, and the other thing that that sugar does is it because it's causing the inflammation and it's been processed to the point it's an anti-nutrient. It takes more minerals in the body then it contributes because it contributes nothing. But the body's over here working on the attack of the inflammation. And so cancer cells are just growing. I mean, they take over because the body can't do it all. I mean, when you're when you're inflaming your body as much as, as David was, you, there, there's nothing the body can do to, to act, react to the cancer cells. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Well, we're going to, we're going to definitely talk more uh, about that. I liked your use of anti-nutrients and people don't realize what, well, what's an anti-nutrient. Um, let's talk more about that. But first go back to some of your, some of the evidence you had, David, where you knew something wasn't right, where you were diagnosed with colitis and Crohn's. What did you find out that the difference between those two diagnoses were? Well, you know, I was back in the, you know, when I was in my 20s, they started doing colonoscopies and they were done without any kind of a sedative and it was a straight rod. And so I endured those and the doctor then described that I had a section of that of my colon where it was kind of like pimply. And so when the bowel movement would come down, it would nick all of those and cause bleeding and cause irritation. And then Further, as I got working with a move to another specialist years later, he just said that the way that so for me, I what's so crazy is I thought having a bowel movement every three or four days was normal. Mm. OK, back then. 
And so because of the what was going on in the colon, they gave me the Crohn's disease just because of all the inflammation that they were seeing inside the colon. But now that we know it, that inflammation was coming you know, from the digestive system because, you know, I had those, as you know, the villa and the small intestine, I had all these junctions that were open because of spike proteins and food, you know, sensitivities that they were getting through into the bloodstream. And it was just inflaming that whole cavity, all of that area. And, you know, it was interesting when we were going through, Carlos went through her as a certified functional nutritionist, she asked me to do a, a food mood poop journal. And, you know, I thought, oh, this is kind of weird. And, but I promised her I'd do it. And we had started healing my body and we were, you know, taking things out of my diet and, you know, my pain level was going down and just, you were just, I was going from an eight to 10 every day and I was dropping down to a four, right? And I had just gotten off the NSAIDs and it was just such a dramatic drop in five months. And I remember one day in uh, April of 2020, I would, had gone fishing and was coming back and I stopped at a favorite place in a, a German chocolate shake. And I thought, you know, I'm doing really good. I should be okay. So I had the shake, enjoyed it, you know, da, 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 da. Well, two days later, I was sick. And I was like, Carla, I don't know what's wrong. I got diarrhea. I'm sick. I'm in pain, you know, starting to move to the fetal position. She says, where's your journal? So I said, it's over there. She went in the journal. She looked the day before, nothing. And then two days before, she saw that I had this German chocolate shake. And I had completely forgotten about it, right? Because it's two days later. And she says, David, this is why you're so sick. You know about this. And so now, because she turned me into a scientist, and I was the experiment, We, I knew that the sugar and the dairy was you know, messing up my system. Right. And so, you know, that's just a, you know, a small part of what I was doing. I was, when we got married 20 years ago, I used to eat a half a gallon or pint of ice cream every night. And I was sick all the time, but didn't correlate what I was, what was causing, because I just said, I'll just take Tom's, I'll just take Rolades, I'll just take Pepto-Bismol, Prilosec, you know, that'll fix it. But what I wasn't doing was figuring out what the cause of all this pain. Yes. And Carly, you called it a food mood. Well, that's uh, what our school called it. Food mood. Was it poop journal or just food mood? Journal. Yeah. Say one more time. I'm food sorry. Food mood that... poop journal. Food. I'm, I, I, can I steal that? I'm going to call it that from now on. Yeah. 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 So we call it an eating, we do an eating to live journal now. So we took that out, but we, we have it on our website. Uh, we also have an app that people can use on their phone. So it makes it easier to record the food they eat, uh, the pain level they have and their bowel movements. And then they can look at the data and start making, like David said, connecting the dots looking to see, oh, that's what's causing me pain. Because then you can make a better decision. Like David said, from that point on, he never had another shake because now he went, oh, I get it. When I do this, I pay for it. And it is ugly and it is brutal. So people can then make the connection. I had a client that had psoriasis and she said, after she did our journal and realized it was gluten and peanuts, two things she really loved, She's Greek. She said giving up 
phyllo dough and all those things was hard. But she said, when I break out and I have this bloody skin mess, she goes, it's not worth it. And so even though I know that I love that bread and I love that dessert, I'm not going to touch it because I have an outward painful experience when I do. And she doesn't eat gluten or peanuts anymore. Those two things she just doesn't do. And her psoriasis doesn't come back. And let me make this point, Dr. Haley. What's interesting when we work with clients and we talk to people now is they're you know, people in their teens, 20s, and 30s, the majority of people can eat like crap, right? And their bodies do okay. But something changes when we get to our 40s, 50s, and 60s because we've taken that villa that's in the small intestine and we've shaved it down because it's supposed to be like a shag carpet. And we've shaved it with our diets and our beverages. We've shaved it down and down to where now it's a Berber. And so now it's very easy to get those junctions open and those harmful substances getting into the bloodstream. And so, you know, just like her friend, she says, I've always been able to eat bread. I've always eaten peanuts. I've never had a skin issue. Now she's late 40s and she was a mess until she worked with Carla and none began to understand those food sensitivities and what it was doing to her body and how it manifested in her and the skin issues in me was the stomach colon. And just one last note, when I did my colonoscopy a couple of years ago, Dr. Dickinson that's done it since I was in my 20s, he told Carla after the colonoscopy, he says that I my inside looks like a newborn baby. You would never have known that I was diagnosed with colitis and Crohn's. Yes, we can restore things to health. I exactly. <laughs> the body's amazing. If you take out the foods that are causing the inflammation and all of the issues for you, your body's immune system is amazing. It will heal a majority. There are some things that won't heal because they've been destroyed to a level they can't restore, but the bulk of the body will heal itself. Yeah, I think it's a matter of how long things take to heal. Like neurologically, I'm, you know, right. our nerves heal so slowly that we right. consider them to be non-healing because you need another lifetime for them. But, you know, someone that has nerve damage, they slowly come back. Uh, but it takes years to completely restore nerve function, as an example. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of our tissues, like our gut, does turn over very, very quickly. That's, what, five, six days, they say? There's a lot of a lot of research on how quickly those cells regenerate. And, and I, I love your title of the journal because... It emphasizes not just food, uh, the food, mood, poop. It's like the, the mood. How does it affect your energy levels and your thought processes? Are you sleeping good? Is your mind scrambled or can you think clearly? Yep. Uh, and, you know, the, the poop is emphasizing the function of the bowels. It's not just about gas and bloating or good bowel movements or diarrhea or constipation. Nope. It's all it's of your, it all you know energy levels strength do you have pain so we're documenting more than just what you eat and something that you realize we start seeing patterns you know and oh wow two days later you noticed this but guess what the last time you did it it was also two days later it must be that you know yep. it's consistent yep, yep. so I, I i love that 
that's why I want. I, that's why I'm stealing the name of the journal. Okay. <laughs> well, give it my give it to my professor Andrea Nakayama. She's the one who came up with that name. I'll give her credit because that's her. That's what she had us do in school. So yes. But now there's an app for that, and I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll send them. We'll, we'll when we get to the end of this, we'll make sure they know where to get that from on your. Uh, website okay. and how they can get a copy of your book and and all that other stuff. And David, the reason I asked you about the the colitis and the Crohn's is because it sounds to me like they were both the same thing and they were called something different by maybe different healthcare professionals. Yep. And you know, it, it seems that there are so many inflammatory bowel conditions, and we kind of name them based on what we think caused them and where they are. If it's up, if it's up here, you know, we might call it acid reflux, GERD, heartburn, gastritis. As we move down, you know, eventually we're getting to Crohn's and colitis and IBS and oh, yeah, all of those. Yeah, irritable bowel disease, irritable bowel syndrome, and there's so many names for peptic ulcer and you know, yep. heart. Uh, but Ultimately, it's an inflammatory bowel condition that can be tremendously affected by avoiding the things that are causing it and consuming the things that work for your body, which is different right. from person right. to person. Here's what's so interesting. You know, Carla taught me, and as we've done more research and gotten more knowledgeable and working with doctors, you know, we have basically all this outer skin and then from our mouth all the way to our bowels is basically wet tissue is skin that's a, supposed to be a sealed protected system that goes all the way from the mouth out if you took the chemicals and things that we eat and drink and poured it on the skin and got the you know the sores and all the things that happen on the skin People would not put those in their body because they see what it's doing to the outer skin. But we don't think anything about it and throw it inside and we get all this inflammation, inflammation and, 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 and compromised yeah. immune system. And it's just I'm so I wished that we would have found this, you know, when I was in my 20s. And the the suffering Dr. Haley I've been through in my life is unbelievable. And to where I'm at right now is I'm a walking miracle. You, you know, it's funny. I think one of the reasons why I um, am so, you know, captured by your book, I think, and I think everyone can relate to it. I haven't had the health challenges you have, but I had that uh, physical fitness addiction. <laughs> you know, I, I, I loved, you know, sports and competition and going to the gym and running and, you know, whether it was five, I never did the Ironman thing. You're crazy about that one. But, uh, <laughs> you, know, but I, you know, I was also a lifeguard and I loved to swim and it was always in the water sports and, you know, and snowboarding and skiing. And, you know, so I'm identifying with you and I kind of had this false impression in my brain that it didn't matter what I eat because I would just you know, exercise it into this incredible physique, you know, yep. We're, I was duped. And like you mentioned, I got away with it for a period of time. But as I got older, I started realizing, no, things, things hurt. Why do I hurt? Why, why, when I get done with a softball game, am I so stiff? Oh, well, today I, I don't feel stiff. Oh, wait a second. Last time I had ice cream before the softball game, you know, and you start connect what I eat. Actually, now I feel it as I'm older. Right. Uh, and for the young people listening to this, you know, 
if you could only make these changes at your young age now, just think what you can accomplish in your- Yeah, we always years. wondered, we always wondered how well, how much better would we have done in all of these competitions had we been feeding our body nutritious foods and anti-inflammatory foods? Because our body was so inflamed and yet we're exercising it away. And it's like, and doing pretty darn good. Yeah. And it's like, what could we have done if our bodies wouldn't have been inflamed? How much faster could we have been? How much better could we have done? I mean, there's no way of knowing, but yeah. I have a question for you, Dr. Haley. Sure. Do you know how much sugar is hidden in the food nutritional fact panel? I, I don't. So when you go to a panel and you go down and you look at the protein and all the different things, you get down to sugars. That sugar is what's called added sugar. It doesn't show all the sugar. So the industry is allowed to hide sugar. So you got to go back up to carbohydrates. You take the carbohydrates minus the fiber and you divide that by four. One of my products I really loved had 30 grams of carbs and had one gram of fiber. So you take that 29 divided by four. So over seven teaspoons of sugar are not added to the sugar that it shows down below the carbohydrates. So there was five, like six, I think, was the grams of sugar. So here I got this false sense that it's not too bad sugar-wise, but I was really consuming 13 grams per serving. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of sugars. Yeah, because and ultimately, um, the carbohydrates are broken down into sugars, and and you don't know how complex or how simple they actually yep. are and how close they are to that glucose uh, molecule. And that's probably why I believe in your book, you said that the nutraceutical uh, world is confusing. Yes. Yes. There's, I, I would imagine you're referring to vitamins and, and nutrition facts panels on supplements that are supposed to be there for our health. Exactly. And that's what another part of functional nutrition is. So we, we believe in supplementation to the point that to, to sufficiency. So you're going to have all my clients have to go on vitamin D3. They're all, they're all uh, too low on vitamin D3. Most of them have to get some C vitamins and zinc and uh, magnesium couple of other things almost across the board. And then there's differences based on their health conditions of some other nutrients we need to supplement. Now we'd always like to supplement it with food, but as you know, most of the food doesn't have the nutrients, even our vegetables don't have the nutrients that they used to have because of the soil depletion. But we'd always like to get it into their diet through food. So we first work with food to try to get it up to to what it needs to be. But many times they do need to take some good supplements along with it. And then in our book, we talk about other lifestyles, sleep, water intake, uh, you know, the ability to deal with stress and all those things also compact your health. So it's not just food, food's obviously the biggest, but there's a lot of other ones that make a difference too. As a thank you for listening, and subscribing to The Dr. Haley Show, you can use the coupon code HAPPY. That's H-A-P-P-Y. Now through December 31st of 2021 for 7% off all products manufactured by Haley Nutrition at HaleyNutrition.com. That's the aloe vera, 
Aya Greens, Protein, and the skincare. Go there now. Don't forget to use the coupon code HAPPY. Yeah, and are you, Carla, um, are, are your clients near you where you are, or are they like worldwide using the internet? Right now, I have, the bulk of my clients are local just because I practice locally before we went online. But as we you've seen with our online presence, that brought in people across the United States. I wouldn't say I'm worldwide yet. I would say that just really it's a United okay. in the United we States. We have a couple from Great Britain. Yeah, that's true. We do. Well, I was so. wondering too, because you mentioned the vitamin D and now in Florida, we're very South. We get a lot of sun. <laughs> and I, I've, I always wanted to test my vitamin D levels. I don't know if I would be the one rare one that doesn't need it, or maybe I'd find out I'm deficient also. Well, it's interesting because if you get over, I think it's 30 milliliter, mil, something on the on your test, your vitamin D test, it's the MGLs, whatever. Most doctors will say, oh, you're fine. All of our doctors and in functional nutrition want you over seven MGLs. So the thing is 70, I mean, want you over 70 MGLs. And our doctor got us over 100 okay. because he said, you guys are so deficient. I want to get you over a hundred because I want to see what we can do. So it's, you know, we're being tested. We're being watched. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He's a really good doctor, but it's interesting because in functional nutrition, they want you over 70, but the lab will say you're fine over 30. So when you get that vitamin D test, see if you're over 70. Because okay. that's the number that really makes a difference. And our doctor was really concerned about the vitamin D because of what we've been dealing for the last two years with COVID. He said that vitamin D3 is so essential to be able to, if you were, he said to us, if you were to get COVID, if at the levels that you're at with your vitamin D3 and the other things that we were doing and with our diet, he says, if you were to get it, it would be very minimal. And so we ended up finding out. So in Jan in February of this year, we I got the uh, what I thought was the flu. She got a cold for a couple of days and we didn't think anything of it. We didn't go get tested. And three months later, in a, we were doing something and they had where you could just get your blood tested to see if you had the antibodies. We did the test and we both had the antibodies and had had COVID and didn't even know it. So what our doctor told us was true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and okay, so my, my levels are low then because COVID kicked my butt. <laughs> no, we had the nasty variant, my wife <laughs> oh, and no. I. <laughs> but, oh, and, no. And our butts oh, for a good, oh. you know, seven to 10 days. Um, I was surprised. It wasn't anything where, you know, I had fear of death or anything like that. Right. But I did realize, wow, I have never had a fever for more than a, a day or so. And I haven't had a fever in years. Right. But for, you know, more than a week, you know, wow. Now, I, for you guys, uh, I would imagine now you have immunity to even that nasty variant that came around that kicked our butts. But yeah, I should have had more vitamin D in my system. There you go. Well, and you people. don't know that unless you do a uh, blood test. Yeah, you get. Yeah. You can ask your doctor to. That's a common one, so it's easy to get the labs on that one. And I encourage all my clients to get next time they're having blood work done, get your vitamin D checked, and then we'll we'll get it up where it needs to be. And you can get inexpensive 
supplements at Costco. We get our vitamin D3 that at Costco. Work, that work great. Our B12 that we take, we get at Costco. They work great. Yeah, yeah it comes in like one of those gallon buckets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, and, you know, we do a lot of our shopping there. They have a lot of organic foods there. Yep. Yep. Are you enjoying the show thus far? One of the many health secrets that we have covered on the show is all around aloe vera, specifically drinking raw aloe vera. Our aloe vera has helped our customers effectively heal their gut, increase their intestine health, lower inflammation in the body, eliminate and or decrease acid reflux, have glowing skin and hair, and so much more. Now, as a frequent member of our audience, you will be exposed to exclusive specials and coupon codes for the awesome products manufactured by Haley Nutrition. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in, you can get a mini discount to help you optimize and better your health. To see how we can help and support you on your health journey, tune into the episodes and listen for coupon codes that you can use at www.haleynutrition.com before you make your orders of raw aloe vera. Once again, it's www.haleynutrition.com. Now, back to the show. So, you know, I, I, I thought this part of your book was a little bit funny. Um, you may not know I'm a chiropractor. <laughs> yes, I do know. <laughs> I was a little nervous. <laughs> I told Carla, he's a chiropractor. But, you know, the chiropractor did a great job. I had you know, something that only surgery could fix. Right. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I looked at it too. And uh, for me, I think I take more of your approach, Carla, when it comes to chiropractic. And that is that everyone is different. And the other thing is, I don't look at it as my responsibility to help you. I look at it as my responsibility to help you help you. Exactly. Yes. And that's exactly how functional nutrition is. It's the same yeah. thing. I tell you, you have to be the scientist, your body's the lab experiment, and I'm a facilitator to that experiment, but it's up to you. Yeah, so as a chiropractor, I'll unlock the things that I think need to be unlocked. I'll teach you how to maintain a better posture and function of that through exercises. And if yep. we don't get results, we'll have to look at it and say, okay, maybe there's something else going on. What's, what is it? Let's figure it out. And that's why, you know, when I was hearing the neuropathy, I thought, well, if it's bilateral, that sounds more systemic, or maybe it's, you know, compression in the center of your spinal cord or something um, that had to be removed surgically or, you know, so there's, everybody is different. Yep. And when it comes exactly. to nutrition, here's the thing that's interesting is that if I put sugar back in my diet, that's why I always tell people my peripheral neuropathy is in remission. But if I'm not diligent to my diet and diligent to the sugar, that burning comes back. You know, I bet you, I bet you there's a sugar out there that would actually decrease it. But if it's not there, you can't really decrease it in your own perception. But and you may find this interesting. Uh, our main product is aloe vera. And the sugar molecule of aloe vera is mannose. And, you know, it's funny, research was done way back in the 30s with rats given mannose, which uh, they were in ketosis and they consumed the mannose and stayed in ketosis. Well, nowadays, fast forward, we wow. know a little bit of more, more wow. about that. And diabetics 
are actually consuming aloe vera to lower their blood sugar levels. Yep. From a cancer perspective, I find this interesting too. Uh, there was research done by, I guess, a chemotherapy company where they took 240 stage four cancer people, divided into two groups, 119 of got, only got one ounce of aloe vera per day with their chemotherapy. And the um, other group just got the chemotherapy. The group that got the aloe vera with their chemotherapy in their best highest category, which they considered complete result, 10 of them had the complete result with the aloe vera versus three that just got the chemotherapy. Wow. As they researched it, they started realizing that the cancer cells that love sugar, you point that out in your book, the cancer cells love sugar. Apparently what they do is bind to the mannose, but they can't consume it. They can't process it and they can't release it. So they can't consume the glucose. And the, what I had read about in the research article combined with, with the chemotherapy, their conclusion was that the mannose starves the cancer cells while the chemotherapy kills them. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, it is. It is interesting because not all sugars are the, are the same. And the mucopolysaccharides of aloe vera are super complex carbohydrates. Uh, but they're not really counted as sugars or carbohydrates on a nutrition panel from what I could see to the best of my understanding, Mm -hmm. but they are very, very different kinds of sugars anyway. Right. No. And that's why, that's why I love functional nutrition is it says you have to figure out, I mean, we've, we've worn glucose monitors because I wanted to take the foods that I created on our website So I did some recipes and meal plans on our website. And I wanted to see not just what they were doing to our digestive systems, but what were they doing to our sugar, uh, glucose, I mean. And so we wore these glucose monitors for a month while we ate all of the foods. And, And then I would look at, it's not just what we eat, but it's also when we eat it, how we eat it. So it was important to say, let's have some good fats and uh, good protein before we have something that's maybe a little higher in a even a good sugar and watch the difference. So instead of it spiking, then you'd watch it just kind of, you know, do a little bump, you know, and go right back down. So it was it was fascinating to see how different sugars would make it go up and not spike or or spike very little and then different ways of eating those sugars based on you know we what we know as a good fat like an avocado and a you know a good protein and egg or whatever and then watching that sugar afterwards too so it's true it's not just what we eat it's when we eat it how we eat it um what quantities there's a lot that goes into yeah. but that's part of the scientist right it's being your own scientist and our genetic makeup as you mentioned earlier exactly so let's talk more about the health of the gut david did you can come to i i, I have to read the rest of your book i didn't get that far yet did you come to some kind of conclusion that your gut health was at the center of the majority of your problems? We started figuring that out, as I said, in 2018. And what was interesting that'll probably blow you away is that, you know, because of that, we got on probiotics, prebiotics, and some things that we thought that would improve that gut health in me. Well, they, my opinion is they didn't work because 
I had a leaky gut and because of the gluten and the food sensitivities that I had, things were getting through the gut wall. And so you can get that microbiome, you know, and get, you know, get the good bacteria in there, but it's not going to stop the stuff that's going through the, the leaky gut into the bloodstream. And so we didn't see really dramatic results until we took out 100% the gluten. So I, I have to be 100% on the gluten, right? Because of how I wore down, right, that villa and what I've done. And, and maybe someday I can, maybe I can get some gluten back in, but right now I'm not going to risk it because I'm in such great health. We found out and did some uh, Zoomers and because we, you know, we got an idea of certain foods, but you know, we thought I was okay with salmon and I'd eat salmon three days a week. Well, for me, that was getting through my leaky gut and I have a food sensitivity to it. Carla, it doesn't bother her at all. I can do lots of spinach. Carla has a food sensitivity to spinach. So, you know, here we are in the same household, eating the same things, doing the same things. And, you know, we're, we're having leaky gut issues that are completely different. And so once that we got the my leaky gut and started healing that, then those probiotics and prebiotics started helping. Does that make sense? You know, it completely makes sense. I, I tell a lot of people, you know, they use aloe vera because it's a, a quick fix. But as soon as you take it away, their symptoms come right back. It's one of those things where the key to getting well, more important than what you add is taking out the things that are causing it. Right. That's exactly what we, uh, in functional nutrition, they call it clearing the muddy waters. So they said the first step is always to clear the muddy waters and then start adding the healing foods that are going to make the difference. But you've got to first get out the foods that are causing the inflammation. Yeah, I, I, I completely uh, agree with that. I cheat. I do cheat sometimes uh, with the aloe vera. Sometimes I do it backwards and I'll just say, you know, drink gobs of this, like three glasses a day, and then call me in three days. And, you know, how are you doing? Well, th I'm doing better than I have in days, weeks, or months. Okay, great. As soon as you stop, your symptoms are going to be right back. So now let's actually start fixing it. I got your attention now, right? Now we got to get rid of the cause. Yep. What I like about what Carla did and what she got out of her schooling is she, as you get further in the book and the second part, you'll see that we, she came up with this kind of vision of four levels. So level one is clearing the muddy waters. So she had me take out certain things, gluten, sugar, dairy, meats, except for fish, because there are certain fishes I can eat, uh, but not the salmon and some, and some people can or cannot nuts. And so, and there's a host of really good foods that I was eating. And so after that four to six weeks, I really started feeling good. And then we started in level two, you can add certain things back in and then you, but you go three days, right? You add that one thing, go three days, then you're journaling, what's the pain, right? What's the mood? What's my bowel movement like? And if it doesn't change, then I added in the next thing. And so she's really come up with a very easy to follow four level program. And we also add in those uh, lifestyle changes that are huge. Well, that's great. Um, and how does, and I changed my background here. I saw my camera was froze. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we fixed <laughs> But I'm back. You'd figure it out. So we didn't. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so how does 
someone that's hearing this that wants to do that same thing, uh, accomplish that, how do they find out more about how to do that? You have a you have a well, program. we have them come online. Right. So it's an e-learning program. So they can take the leaky gut quiz and see if they potentially have a leaky gut. And then they can purchase. It's a one-time purchase for $49. It's all levels. So then they go through level one. They do the elimination protocol, clear the muddy waters. And level two, they'd add back in some poultry, eggs. See, do those cause him issue? Because David can't do eggs. He can do poultry, that's not a problem, but they have to figure it out themselves. Mm -hmm. Then we add back in meats and nuts and seeds and things like that. And then the fourth level is add back in dairy. A lot of people can handle dairy, but there's a big percentage of the people that can't handle dairy. So they have to figure that out. And then we have a, a meal replacement shake that they can get to help supplement one meal a day because that's a big problem. Most people are like, you know, it's really hard. So. The reason we developed the shake was we, this is a previous business we had. We had used a product in that business called Slendesta, which has been proven to help people with cravings, right? They feel that help them feel full for a few hours so that it they get through. So we add it to our smoothies and we put a nutritious smoothie together. Then they have a nutritious smoothie and they can make it to the next meal. So that's why we we did the meal replacement shake as an option for them to, to, they don't have to use it. It's just an option. And then we also have the app, which David talked about. You can go on iOS um, and Android and search for eating to live and uh, they can purchase that. And then we also have uh, the book, of course, which they can get on eatingtolive.com. They can download a free copy they can go, they can buy a, a copy from our website if they want a physical copy or they can get it from Amazon. We just recorded it. So now it's on Audible. So, and, and iTunes. iTunes audiobook. So okay. they have, we have lots of resources for them. There's also, they can email me. There's a way within the message board to email me and ask me questions. And there's videos. A part of our program is just not the meal plans and the shopping lists and the uh, the food list, but also videos of how we've done it, and then uh, some live chats that we've had. So there's a lot of information on our website. And the crazy thing is that we retired five years ago. <laughs> and, and seriously, we were done, retired, but when, and the reason we retired is we were battling my cancer and my health things. And we got into COVID, you know, they asked us to shelter at home and stay home for a while back in March of 2020. And so we were just sitting there and, and you know, what do you do? What does two serial entrepreneurs do, you know, when you're <laughs> with nothing to do for all that time period? And so we got talking about how great my health and how things were going. And I said, maybe I ought to write a book. And Carla says, yeah, you ought to. And I think I'm going to go to school. And so here we are. I'm going to be 65 in less than a month. And we are so passionate about taking this message to the world and say, let's all work. Here's the final statement I want to make. Carla and I do not want to grow old because growing old has all of these connotations that we accept arthritis. We accept all these health issues. We accept all Joint these medications, brain, brain, brain fog, you know, Alzheimer's is going to come and dementia. We now, our goal and what we work on every day is we want to live longer with optimal health. Right.
Yeah, absolutely. And what what does a, a well? We're kind of getting post COVID, right? So we're back outdoors, exercising a little bit. What's a day in your life look like today? We always are up early. I say between uh, five and six a.m., depending on the day. So we're up early. We always have our morning r- rituals. We're very into prayer, meditation. Uh, I do a red light therapy. Uh, uh, we have a sauna. I I participate. I mean, I use that. Uh, we exercise. So he may go for a bike ride. I've got some friends I walk with. We play pickleball uh, a couple of times a week. So we have some form of exercise, and then. We end up getting involved in the business. I mean, the rest of the day for a good four or five, six hours is uh, podcasts, uh, meetings, developing more uh, materials. materials. So, yeah, very active. But we focus really hard on what it takes to get a good night's sleep. We believe the foundation of health. It's not a pillar anymore, not like food and supplements and all these exercise. The foundation of health is sleep. You and so we get a you, quality eight hours of sleep every night. You can't night. seem to over, you know, re, you continually get bad sleep. You can't seem to uh, have optimal health without even good nutrition won't overcome that. So are the secrets to that good sleep going to be revealed in your online course? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's in the book. I'm committed. We I'm talk committed. about And the online course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that, that's definitely one of my weaknesses. I, you know, uh, I run all day long and I, I actually can't wait to get up and get my day going again the next day. And I, you know, if I do five hours of sleep, it's usually really good and solid, but I have a hard time getting that magic eight. Well, it, it, if you re- <clears throat> read a book called Why We Sleep, you might change your mind. And I, we, we refer to that in the book a lot. That really yep. made an impact on both of us. It's very well researched and it's got a lot of data in it that makes you go, hmm, I think I'm going to put this as a bigger priority in my health. I want to. <laughs> when the second part of the book is where we talk about the lifestyle and levels and everything, the very first chapter I wrote, I've done a lot of research and work on the statement, why? And what we have found, if we can't help our people get a really strong why and understand what, you know, the why, how, what. Are you familiar with Simon Sinek, who did a whole book and TED Talk on why? We, if people don't have a strong why, they will not stick to the things that they need to get healthy. Does that make sense? And so that chapter is very fascinating and I have a lot of knowledge and research and experience on that. And so it'd be interesting to see what your take is on uh, chapter one of part of section two, part two. Okay. uh, And of the online course, the book of the, in in the the book book. and the book, both. It's also on the online course. Yeah, that's right. All right. Excellent. Um, Well, Let's provide our uh, listeners to some some nuggets here. And I want to start by saying, go to right now, eatingtolive.com and take the survey, get the book. What else would you say? The app, does the app, is the app uh, that's on page one or how do they find that? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, the the app, you just go to your phone and search in, in the app, uh, Eating to Live, the iOS and Google Play. So, oh, okay. Android. Yep. 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 
I was just going to say, Carla, I love what you did with that because I've been teaching people to get, you know, document their um, diet. And, you know, if there's an app for that, you always have your phone with you. Yes. Well, and that's what's funny is because uh, people have a hard time, you know, number one, paying attention to their bowel movement and really recording it, especially if, but their phone's right there and they just open it and they record it right there. What was it? Is it we'd use the Bristol stool chart level one to seven uh, and says, this is what it should look like. What does it look like? And then they got, they have a history so they can look at, wow, this is my history. So when I eat these foods, this seems to be my bowel movement. There is a connection. They are the scientists, their body's the lab experiment. Right. Yeah. That's perfect. Well said. Well said. Well, you know, I want to thank both of you um, for, for all that you do. David, thank you for being so transparent in your book. You share some very, uh, you know, personal, probably hard things to talk about. You, you put it out there right in the front end of the book and it, you know, definitely sucked me in and I can't wait to read more and finish. I didn't want to stop. I wanted oh, to thank you. Uh, thank you. Reading and absorbing your tremendous writer. So, well, thank you for your time. Yes, Thanks for indeed. having us on your show. And, you know, we're just, we really want to help people ha achieve optimal health. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely clear. Very, very evident. So thank you for all you do in helping people. And um, people go to their website, get the book. You're going to love it. Um, maybe we'll speak again after I finish We'd the book. Love and to. I'm sure We'd I'm love have more to. questions for you. We'd, We'd love to. Yep. All right. Well, God bless you both. You, you too. too. Thank you for joining us today on the show. And I want to remind you as a thank you, you can visit HaleyNutrition.com and use the coupon code Kalonic to get 10% off your purchases through October 31st, 2021. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Dr. Haley Show. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com, and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.